Lilligers, a testimony to the created kind, by Joel Tay, originally published April 2018. The world's biggest cat is the liger, the offspring of a male lion and female tiger. Though ligers were previously thought to be sterile, there have been at least ten documented cases since 2012 where female ligers have successfully mated with lions to produce what is known as lilligers. Lilligers rank second among the large cats for their size. Smaller than a liger, they are bigger than both lions and tigers. Like both the lion and the liger. The lilliger has a light yellowish-brown fur, but it also has light spots on its body that somewhat resembled those of a leopard. These spots are inherited from its lion father. Baby lions are also born with spots, but they lose their spots as they get older, whereas a leopard normally does not. For an example, see Jeremiah thirteen twenty-three. Lilligers, however, maintain their spots throughout their life. Of the ten documented lilliger occurrences. Only one is a male. The male lilliger is slightly larger than the females, and also sports a mane, a characteristic it shares with male lions. There are 39 living cat species in the world. Many cats are able to interbreed, hybridize with other species of cats, as in the case of tigers and lions, and also on occasion they can interbreed with cats of another genus, sometimes even another subfamily. DNA sequencing studies have now allowed scientists to categorize all extant cat species into seven major lineages. Surprisingly, some cat species are able to breed across these lineages while being unable to breed with other species in the same lineage. This leaves the secular understanding of what exactly is a species in disarray. There are a number of different definitions of a species, but a popular one is to understand it as a group that breeds only among its members. So, if two cat populations are reproductively compatible, they should be called the same biological species. Conversely, the biblical teaching that things are to reproduce only after their kind remains in very robust shape. The fact that these cats are generally able to interbreed across higher categories and even the different DNA lineage categories suggests that they all came from one ancestral feline kind on board the ark. Where separate species arise from an original kind via the splitting by selection, and especially where there has been further speciation within those again, a species may sometimes be unable to interbreed with others that have descended from the same kind. Thus, inability to hybridize does not necessarily mean that these two species are not of the same kind. But where they can interbreed, whether the offspring is fertile or not, this is a clue to biblical creationists that they are members of the same kind. Such a hybridization criterion may sometimes show that two species that cannot hybridize with each other are nonetheless the same created kind. For example, say species A cannot interbreed with another species B, but it can interbreed with a third one, species C, which cannot breed with B, but C can breed with a fourth one, D, which in turn is able to interbreed with B. Are you getting this? I'll pause for a moment to let you catch up with that. By deduction, if A and C are the same kind, and so are C and D, and D and B, then A and B must be of the same kind. Okay, for example, lions can interbreed with tigers, but not with pumas. But lions and pumas can with leopards. 
and pumas can interbreed with ocelots, which can interbreed with margays, which can interbreed with domestic cats. This sort of thing is one of the reasons that biblical creationists today generally think that extant cat species are all descended from the same ancestral kind. Many falsely claim that the Bible teaches the fixity of species. This is the idea that new species do not arise. In Genesis chapter 1, it tells us that things will only reproduce after their kind, but there is no reason to suppose that this matches the man-made category we call species. Biblical creationists, both before and after Darwin, realized that a creation model that is consistent with both observations and Genesis history, including the ark and post-flood dispersion, actually requires speciation, that is, new species arising. Because if species were fixed, then in the case of cats alone, Noah would have had to take representatives of all 39 species, plus all post-flood extinct ones. But if all cat species descended from one biblical kind— as the facts about cat hybridization would indicate, then he would not have to take two lions, two tigers, and two pumas, etc., etc., on board. Just one pair of the original feline kind. Furthermore, such speciation would have been relatively rapid. Ancient records from only centuries, not many millennia, after the flood confirmed that many different types of cats were already in existence. For instance, the Bible speaks of both lions and leopards in Song of Solomon 4.8 and ancient Egypt had domesticated cats. The process of speciation, where one breeding population splits into two new ones, has not only been observed to take place, but to do so very rapidly, in just a few generations. So this in a sense fulfills a prediction for a Genesis creation model. But it has surprised evolutionists, who expected it to take long periods of time, and importantly, New species have been seen to arise with no evidence of any new genetic information having appeared, which is what would be required for microbe-to-man evolution. All the information within the daughter populations is present in the parent population. This sort of speciation can happen as animals adapt to different environments by natural selection as well as artificial selection by cat breeders. This is not the same as evolution, each daughter population only has a subset of that original information. The animals released after the flood, with the Ice Age right on its heels, would have faced many new and rapidly changing environments in the recovering Earth. So selection pressures would have been high, ideal conditions for the rapid formation of many new species. Lilikers, ligers, and other cat hybrids are testimonies to the fact that all 39 extant cat species alive today including the domestic house cat, likely came from one original feline cat kind on board the Ark, which rapidly diversified soon after the flood. You know, I love listening to podcasts. That's the reason why I'm producing this one. I have subscriptions to shows on all sorts of topics, but I never let good listens get in the way of good reads, where some of the best resources are to be had. I make the point to read a lot, especially on the weekends, and that's why I'm glad that I can honestly tell you that CMI publishes one of my favorite knowledge resources, Creation Magazine. In four issues a year, our magazine addresses the most interesting and perplexing creation subjects for every reader in the family. Our team of scientists and experts deliver accurate and current information that gives answer to evolutionary arguments and defends your faith. 
It makes a great evangelism tool for young people too. You'll always have something to discuss among your peers in school. The printed magazine's shipping is free. <laughs> you say, Joseph, I don't want a printed magazine. Well, you can give your printed copy to a friend because the digital edition can be shared on up to five of your household devices, and you'll also have access to back issues. Seriously, Creation Magazine is one of the singularly most biblical and scientific publications today. So why not take advantage of it now? Sign up today at creation.com forward slash magazines. I am Joseph Darnell. For all of us at Creation Ministries International, thanks for listening.